Have you ever had this moment where you heard bad news or you had a bad experience and perhaps you were in shock at the time, but later as the event was unfolding, you started to feel, oh my goodness, my world is crumbling. That is what loss looks like. That is what grief looks like. And it's something that each and every one of us have or will experience at a point in our lives. I am Dr. Duny. I'm the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. This episode is a very special one because I'm going to be talking about my loss, my grief, and how that brought me to be in front of you, you hearing my voice and the countless number of women and mothers all over the world whose lives have been touched by the sharing of content, of strategies, of tips on well-being and self-improvement that I have done over the years. I recall the day that I got that phone call in the early hours of the morning. It was probably about 4 a.m. I hadn't really looked at the time, but it was one of those odd hours. You know how you have a little one who is being breastfed and they wake up every two hours, sometimes every three hours if you're lucky? So I had one of those. And I was breastfeeding at the time and my phone rang. Now, of course, it was really early. Um, and it was my sister's name on the on that display. And I was so excited. My sister's calling me. Of course, it didn't register that it was really that early in my own head. And so when I picked up the phone, it was not her voice I heard. It was a different voice, a man's voice. Hmm, strange. And that was the point where I got the information that my father had died. It was shock that I felt at the time. And my goodness, I didn't even know how to react, but I kind of had this reflex where I react because being a family doctor and being a doctor at all, all through medical school and in practicing medicine, you encounter breaking bad news or telling somebody about a loss, either of a limb, their freedom, their ability to move about or do certain things or eat certain things, or sometimes even their um, loss of a family member. So this is a conversation I've had with people, but I've never had someone break bad news to me that I have lost someone. So being on the receiving end was a new thing for me in that moment. But my reflex was, okay, sure. And the person who was breaking the news to me was a colleague of mine, a friend who happened to also be a friend of the family. I was a day at the time when this information was released. And what really hit me at that point was I was thousands of miles away. There was no way I could just get up and go. Um, so I had to kind of handle the situation where I was and handle the way I presented things as well. And so it is the anniversary. And that's why this is fresh in my mind. And I would like to say, pardon me if at some point you start to hear my voice drift off a little, because you might have already been aware, but grief never really ends. It does trans 
mutes, it does change its form. You probably have a new meaning given to that grief uh, and a new experience of it. However, it never goes. So there are times when I hear a music or I hear someone's voice that sounds similar to my dad's or I see a handwriting that looks like my dad's or I'm, I just hear about uh, the game chess. Now, my, ch- my father was a chess champion. So when I hear chess, I'm like, whoa, he taught me chess when I was probably about five or six years old. And, and so for when I see things or hear things or I'm in the presence of things that remind me that my dad is no longer here. Sometimes it serves as a trigger. Even Father's Day for a long time has been a trigger as well. And so from that moment of shock and even having those occasional moments where I'm reminded my dad isn't here, it it kind of affected me from a spiritual point of view because i mean i believe in god i believe that god has created each and every one of us and at some point we will need to leave this world and meet our heavenly father but you see even though i did have that belief i still struggled spiritually because i could not understand why my dad had to be the one to leave at that time <laughs> you know i wanted him to be here but for longer with us because he was such a good man, <laughs> such an amazing person. And then, of course, at that point, going through challenges, I thought, my goodness. My question was, why? But over time, I've come to realize that that's not the best question to ask. Why? Because you almost get yourself into a position where you feel like a victim or something is happening to you oh, this is a bad thing. And perhaps we'll talk about this later because it's so important for us to address the way we approach loss, pain, trauma, grief, whatever terminology you'd like to call it. And so for a long time, I was thinking, oh my goodness, this is, this is not what I was hoping for. And Of course, life never stops for you to kind of recall and meditate and re-strategize. No, life keeps going. It keeps going. So here I was still taking care of my son. So here I put, I I got off the phone with my colleague um, who had had passed the phone to my sister, passed the phone to my sister. I heard my sister crying in the background. It was really traumatic to hear. But then I was, by the time I disconnected that call, at the end of the call, I was still where I was. My older child was sleeping in another room and my baby was in my arms breastfeeding. And... That was just the reality of it. I'm a mother. I've got children. This is a shock. So my life did not stop. My motherhood responsibilities did not stop. My working did not stop. Things did not hold and say, hey, Jenny, this is what's happened to you. Um, Why don't you just chill? No, it just went going on and on and on. And I had to deal with all that. And as mothers, 
that is something we deal with. We experience loss, we're grieving, but nobody gives us that moment to actually take a moment to just, you know, be. You might have some bereavement leave, maybe a few days, if you're lucky, maybe a week. And after that, you're expected back at work. Your family, even though they know that maybe you've experienced a loss, you still need to do some things. I mean, you might lie in bed a bit and after some time, everybody's expecting dinner on the table. Everybody's expecting a clean house. And all these things, they, they kind of affect you because then you start to feel inadequate. Apart from the fact that you're grieving, your, your emotional um, <laughs> response is just all over the place. You're angry one moment, fearful one moment, guilty one moment, afraid one moment. So many things going on all at the same time, like a tsunami of emotions. But you're still expected to deliver on what your different roles entail as a mother. And so that's the reason why I started this journey. Because I know what it's like as a mother to experience loss and be grieving. And as you are going through all that, you find out that your health and your well-being mentally, emotionally, even spiritually is going down the drain. Physically as well is also going down the drain. So how do you do that? Because we have this limited resource called time, which does not really stand still when things like this happen. And so through that journey of grief and reflection and the rest of that, and of course at that moment in time, even the heart of all that chaos, I left an acrimonious relationship. So that was, it was a thankful thing, which I think was, was a blessing, but it was still a loss because there were so many things that were there. And, you know, when you've got children as well, it does add a bit of a, uh, an interesting twist and turn to situations like that. And so what I t came to find out was, hey, there are times when things happen. And while we attempted to say, why is this happening to me? Why is it happening now? We need to look at it differently and say, what can I learn from this? What is the meaning behind what is going on? And the moment I changed my thinking and my questions from why to what, I started to see things differently. There's this amazing quote by Wayne Dyer, one of my favorites. It says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So yes, my father is not here anymore. Yes, I'm celebrating the anniversary of his passing. Yes, I still get reminded when I hear about Star Wars or chess or particular food. But even then, when I have those things that would maybe bring forth tears or memories of, oh, I really miss my dad, I can now go to those questions. What is that meaning? What is that lesson? What am I going to become from this? And by the time I started to evaluate my life in this way, I was able to move from that mother who was stressed out, overwhelmed, crying all the time, not sleeping well, who had lost three dress sizes, who was really in a state of burnout, to a mother who is energized, who is running businesses, who is still working, who is taking care of her children, 
who is a best-selling author and who is doing all these things. I mean, you're listening to my podcast, which is great. And I love it that you're listening to this show and being able to impact people from the pain that I went through is such a gift. And so I usually say to people, my father's life gave me life, but his death gave me purpose. Because if I could change from that person who was broken, sad, grieving, to someone who is able to empower you with strategies, not just to say, there, there, it will be better. No, I'm able to say, look, you can do one, two, three things. Which one do you want to start working on right now? that would improve your well-being. I mean, being able to give such practical things is something that I'm grateful that I have the ability to do because of that grief, because I redefined the way I looked at my situation. So that loss, the losses that accumulated, it's all at that time were not happening to me. They were happening for me. They were happening for me to rediscover who I was because I'd lost my identity. I forgot who I was. I forgot I was worthy. I was taking rubbish from people who had no business lording over me. I was accepting insult, abuse in situations where I should have put a silence and an end to such. I was living in a shadow of who I was meant to be. And so when this happened, that was when that final break, that kind of, that loss was able to kind of break me down. And I really did have a breakdown in the sense of the grief, but also that was where I was able to break through and grow through to say, hey, I am amazing. I am love. I am worthy. And you might be going through a challenge right now. I want you to think to yourself, this thing might be painful. It might be hurtful. But I want to know and I want to say now that this is not going to break me. It is going to make me a better version of myself. You might want to come back and just do that little exercise, just a few words. And it's so powerful because your breakdown can turn to your breakthrough. And that is exactly what happened for me. And so being able to break through with all the muck and all the nastiness around that were probably trying to break me down was just phenomenal. Now, you see, when my father was, um, when I was younger, people said things like, oh, what does your father do? And, you know, we're all talking, oh, my father is a lawyer, my father is a this. And then I come and I say, oh, my father's like Greek economist. And then people say, what's that? So after some time, I started to say, look, my father is a farmer. <laughs> because I think that was a simple way of explaining it to primary school aged children, what a like, Greek economist, kind of part of what they do. But by virtue of my father being in the farming space, I would say, we had gardens at home and it wasn't just flowers. We didn't really plant flowers. We planted food crops. We could go to the garden, get some tomatoes, get some um, leaves and make a pot of soup. 
that's the kind of home I had. And so in this kind of scenario, I was very interested in how the plants germinated. And imagine you, I seed. Okay, this is another way, and this is a redefining experiment that you can perform on yourself. And you can also do it for your children as well, especially when they're going through changes. Maybe they're transitioning from um, nursery to primary school or primary school to high school or high school to university or actually leaving the house. You know, whatever transition, it is a change. There is a loss of some sort and there is um a new thing that is happening and that can be very worried. So this exercise can be used either for you, for a friend, for your children. It's really a universal one. Okay. So I'm just going to explain to you how it works. Imagine you as the seed. You are a seed put into soil. For you to be able to germinate, the soil is dug. Okay. There is a hole made sometimes quite deep, sometimes not so deep, and you're plugged in, and then the earth is covered on top of you. At that point, you feel like you've been shut off from light, you've been shut off from air, you've been shut off from everything, so you feel vulnerable. That is a moment of breakdown. That is a time where you feel isolated, you feel like everything is going wrong. And in a moment of grief, it's like that. However, a time comes in that dark, wet, lonely place where you start to break open. And it is painful. I have to say it is painful. But you need to allow yourself to break open and let what is within you, the essence of what is within you, break forth. Now, remember, in that soil you've been kept in, there is something extra special. Guess what? Manure. So it's been animal feces and all that stuff, all the rubbish stuff that makes up manure. And maybe you feel it's horrible, doesn't smell nice, you're probably choking. All those nasty things, all those horrible things that are happening to you, that you feel, oh my goodness, this is happening to me, I can't take any more. All that, guess what? They are utilized to nourish that soil where you are. So when you break through and open yourself up and allow yourself to break through, you are not just that one seed that was put in, but you start to bring forth a shoot. And what that shoot does is that it comes forth, not just from within your casing, but out through the soil to the sunlight, to the air, to moisture. And you know what happens then? When all that is breaking through and you're coming through and all that insult, the nastiness, the abuse, all that manure is going to nourish you to be a very healthy crop that would bring forth fruit in hundreds, in thousands, in millions. That is how we need to recognize and redefine our journey of trauma, of loss, and of grief. Go back to that seed. 
that is planted. Go back to that moment that you thought it was the end. And remember that there is more beyond that. Your breakdown can truly be your breakthrough to heights that you never imagined, to places you never thought you could do, and to the impact you never thought you could have. And that's why I always say every mom is a super mom, not because of the super things that she does, but because of the superpowers she possesses within. And so even on those days when you're under the duvet, you're crying, you are a super mom. I know that there are times we will face this, but in that moment where you're facing this, please remember that you are enough. You are loved and you are a super mom. I hope this has helped you today. And I just thought to share this, just redefining the trauma, the loss, the grief that we experience every now and again in our lives. And if you know somebody who is going through a challenging time, send this to them. Let this be an encouragement for them. Let this be something that they can listen to anytime. And you can also do the same as well. You can download this episode and have a listen. When you feel that things are just so tough, it's just breaking you down. You feel like, oh my goodness, I can't deal with this. Download, get in touch, listen again. It's here for you. I hope this has served you today. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And don't forget the exercise we did earlier, the redefining exercise you can do for yourself, your loved ones. And you can also share with people that you know or even people you don't know. Do take care. I am Dr. Duny, and I'm so thrilled you were able to join me today. Please stay connected. And until next time, I ask that you stay well. Thank you.